At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal the music this time. Hi there, welcome back to uh, the second part of uh, Custard TV Live. A little technical issues there, a few gremlins in the system. Matt, have you deleted the gremlins? I now? have, yeah. Gremlins you, have you all have. gone. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, can you remember what on earth we were talking about before our gremlins came along? I believe Strictly. I think Strictly. we were talking about Strictly. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll carry on talking about that. So you were saying your top three... So do you yeah. want to go uh, for those again? Yeah, it was uh, Lewis Smith, the gymnast, uh, Denise Van Alten, and Danny Harmer, the uh, Tracy Beaker star. I think Kimberly Walsh won't make it to the final. That's my bold prediction, based on the right. fact that Holly Valance didn't last year, and she's the sort of the uh, eye candy, if you will, this year. Right. Sort of... I certainly agree that that's the case. So, uh, I just we'll... think a lot of ladies watch the show, and ladies might not necessarily vote for the the sexy. Yeah, year. that's that's very true. That's a good point. Is that yes, it's mostly female viewers and female voters, which is something we'll come on to talk about when we see the X Factor as well. Yeah. Um, I I think that yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think Lisa Riley could go far in the show as well. I think she's well liked. Yeah. So and maybe she's she's clearly having fun with it. The large ladies everywhere. Uh, Indeed. Sort of. Get, my mum will be happy as long as Fern Britain doesn't win. As, uh, sorry, my, oh, Fern Britain. Is that because of yeah, your mum? Yeah. My mum hates Fern Britain, so... I don't uh, think she will. I think you're fine. We think we're okay. <laughs> um, right, we're reprocasting again. Sorry for the, uh, the, the problems. Thank you very much for sticking with us if you're listening live. Uh, if you're on the podcast, sorry, you've just got to listen to two podcasts. It's, it's bonus. It's double the, it's double the fun. There you are. Double the fun. Uh, right, uh, on to an, a drama show that we've been watching, DCI Banks. Um, it's coming into its last two-parter. Its most recent two-parter aired the last part last Wednesday. This isn't something you've been watching this time around, is it, Matt? Have you, did you watch any of the previous series? Sorry? Did you watch any of the previous series? I watched the fir- I think I watched the first one of both series, but it's not... It's just a bit too sort of dark for me, a bit too depressing. There didn't seem to be anything to sort of grasp to. I do like Stephen Tompkinson, but um, mm. I just found it wasn't for me, I think. Uh, They've you had enjoy to make it. some changes this year. They've had to make some changes. Yeah, I do enjoy it. Uh, they had to bring Caroline Katz into the show. Previously, she was in... Um, uh, what was she in? She was in The Vice. And um, she introducing her has made the, the show a little disjointed. The first epi- double episode, by introducing her, kind of made everything kind of reset. And now this second episode now feels more like the first episode. If you know what I mean, is that they sort of had to introduce her as a character. 
Um, so I think this, this second one was a lot better. I'm hoping, therefore, that this last doubleheader, which we need to warn you is over two consecutive nights this Wednesday and Thursday, not on two consecutive Wednesdays due to I'm a Celebrity. Um, hopefully that will be back to its best. Do you, okay. do you, I mean, are you a fan of Wallander? Because I, I, I link DCI Banks to Wallander. I think they've gone for that kind of like, they just can't get more depressive. Yeah, um, I enjoy... In it. I think maybe the the production of, of Wallander makes makes mm. it what it is. The I think it's got high, like higher production values. The, uh, I, I haven't actually watched the... Um, the, is it Swedish, isn't it? Not Danish. Yeah, um, no, I've watched the I've watched the English versions. I haven't watched the English the version, the Branner one, and I think I enjoy the the production values on that. And I think because it's got Kenneth Branagh in it, and yeah, you know, he's like one of our finest acting talents. So, but I do like Stephen Tompkinson. But I watched a couple, and it just didn't do anything for me. So. Excellent. Well, I think I think that's one that definitely that I'll be watching. So we'll talk about the two-parter next week um, a, a little bit. But um, the ratings have been pretty good. But of course, uh, as we talked about earlier, ITV sort of parachuted this in early to avoid uh, putting uh, Mr. Se- Mrs. Se- Mr. Selfridge up against the Paradise. So it didn't get a lot of press. So maybe that did hurt it. Uh, and also next week is the last Monroe as well. So. I think actually DCI Banks has done quite well in the ratings. Actually, it's mm. uh, I think it beat Who Do You Think You Are, which uh, oh right, hasn't right. Happened, that's quite so, a lot. Oh. Yeah, but Monroe, as you say, is getting thrashed by a new trick. So um, yeah, yeah. it's a shame. I, I, the, the the massive ratings winner that is New Tricks that I can't understand because I don't really like it that much. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, onto a comedy. Uh, onto Red Dwarf. Um, this series is showing on Dave. Yes, there is a television yes. network called Dave. You've not heard me wrong. Um, and this is the chance where Luke can bring in... If Luke was here, he would say, I love the channel Dave Jarvu. Dave Jarvu. He loves that joke. He loves that Yeah, he loves it, bless him. Um, this series has been a success for me. It's gone back to sort of old-school Red Dwarf, not the, the Red Dwarf of most recent years, and I've quite, I've quite enjoyed it, and hopefully um, it'll get commissioned for more. The one thing I would say is that... Um, the actors are looking very old now. <laughs> um, I don't know, perhaps they... I mean, with all the prosthetics they use for Crichton, perhaps they could use a few to, mu- to make sure that Craig Charles doesn't look in his early 60s. Um, <laughs> but I really enjoyed it, and I'm hoping that it will get uh, another series. And, and, you know, they've talked about a Red Dwarf film, and I think there's a fan base there. Um, there's a yeah, huge definitely. fan base in America for the British audience, for the British version, so... I'm just kind of hoping that... At some I mean, point I watched the first... Yeah, I did watch the first is definitely sort of basics isn't it because back to earth is, I found, yeah. was just um very much oh. um you know self-referential and things it, yeah. a bit too clever and the laughter track being back as well i think helps it a great deal definitely and i th- i think the, the 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 fact that they've gone back to some of the original ideas you know it's it's rimmer versus lister is the main point of the whole show um yeah. so i think they've gone back to some of that uh, let's go back to something um, reviewable. Let's go back to some more reality stuff. Let's talk about... I haven't seen this, but let's talk about Young Apprentice that returned last week. You previewed that on the podcast last week. Let's talk about that. How did that first episode go? Um, it was all right, actually. They, uh, the teams had to... He gave them a ton of clothes to sort through, and they had to pick out the most marketable items and then go to uh, Westfield Shopping Centre and to a car boot and sell them on. And... Uh, because uh, it's the young version, obviously, Lord Sugar gets some of his uh, contemporary references in. Uh, there was a yeah. reference to yeah. Ang- Angry Birds, made a oh dear. Made an appearance early on, and Lady Gaga, 
uh, later on when one of the young chaps, Patrick, who is a young designer, made a wetsuit kimono out of some of the discarded clothes and he likened it to something Lady Gaga would wear. So, uh, Oh dear. He is yeah. quite on Twitter. He's quite the. I mean, he's quite trend. He's quite thinks he's quite trendy on Twitter, doesn't he, Lord Sugar? He thinks he's trendy. Yeah, he gets involved in a lots of things and talks. I mean, he, he once tweeted, "Who the hell is Talisa?" Um, quite controversially, didn't he? So he loves to get his little digs in. Yeah, um, so, he likes uh, to dab at uh, Pierce Morgan, doesn't he? They. Uh, oh uh, yeah. Well, that's that's always fun. Um, <laughs> anything anti Piers Morgan, I'm a big fan of. Uh, so. Uh, is there an is there a winner in the first episode? Do you think you can pick a winner this early, or is it too early to tell? I'd say it's too early to tell. Uh, there was, I I mean, to be fair, I haven't learnt everyone's names yet because, as you know, always being the problem in the first fan, week. Yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, only the bigger characters and those bigger characters tend to uh, fade. Well, not f- get fired straight away. Some stay to the end, but occasionally yeah. the big characters at the start are the ones that wind him up enough so he uh, he fires them but there were a couple of young lads who who uh, worked at the boot sale I didn't catch their names but they seemed to be quite on the ball and uh, the girl the project manager I think her name was Ashley of the girls because the girls team uh, won the first one um, right and their project manager she was a uh, trainee accountant so she kept Ooh. a tough rein on the budget and that that basically won them the task so um, right. And there was quite a funny moment in a laundrette where the girls almost put a detergent in the dryer until the uh, the assistant said, no, don't do that because that's a dryer. Obviously saying that kids don't know everything. They don't know basically. No, that's right. Let, I, I wish that Nick was Nick on their team so that you would have seen Nick's lemon face at that point. You know, you would have... <laughs> or were they being yeah, managed I think, by yeah, Karen? He did, uh, yeah, you did, get the lemon, you did get the lemon face, I think. And Brilliant. he definitely was following the girls' team. Uh but I can't remember if exactly that moment he was doing the lemon face. There were some moments later on in uh, Westfield Shopping Centre where he uh, oh right he broke out the, some of the sales techniques that the girls employed. So. I th- I think one of the things that they miss, and I I, I know that that Lord Sugar really likes the Junior Apprentice, you know, as as a project, you know, and this whole idea of you know trying to produce young entrepreneurs. But I think really he's missed a trick in that he could be slightly less involved and actually. You could have different people other than Nick and 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 and, um, and Karen. Karen. I just think you you're missing that opportunity, and I think this is where last year I just got apprentice fatigue, where yeah. there was nothing new coming out of the last series, and apart from the very weak joke about Ricky Martin, I I didn't find much joy in the last series at all. No, I I liked Adam. He was my favourite. The sort of uh, northern. Yeah. Market stall holder. He he yeah. He was a bit thick, but he he was a sort of uh, a lovable oaf would be a yeah. good term, I think. Yeah. Now I I yeah, still like the. I mean, I still you know I have to write about it now, but I do like the young the young version. I think is all they're almost less annoying than the older counterparts because they're not constantly trying to show off to each other. I think I think yeah because they're younger There's... they're more enthusiastic. There's, there's still a little bit of the annoyance. I did read some one particular young person was rather berated uh, for his dress sense and his style. It might be the Lady Gaga comment that I saw on Twitter. Yeah, that would um, be the Pat, be Patrick with his nice sort of frilly suit that he wore. He designed it himself, oh though. So oh, really? Oh, dear. Yeah. But you see, Lord Sugar loves those ones that bring themselves up by the bootstraps and did it all themselves. I mean, look at, you know, Susan Marr a couple of series ago. We all thought she was really annoying, but Lord Sugar loved it because she'd made her own, you know, from a, from a sales, you know, from a 
from a pitch on a Greenwich market she'd made a business worth over half a million or something. You know, he loves all of that, doesn't he? If, yeah. Have you ever read his autobiography? I haven't, no. It, 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 I'll, I'll lend it to you. It's a wonderful read because you do get an insight into where The Apprentice has come from. It really is just the story of his life. You know, yeah. he, he, he has done all of this from the beginning. Um, so that's, that's why he likes, he likes doing this because it's where he started. Yeah. And he can see himself in some of the kids, maybe. Definitely. I definitely think that's part of it. Uh, back to some of the drama that's been on recently. I watched three new US dramas. I'm going to talk a little bit about those. Matt hasn't seen them, so I'll tell him how good they are. Um, first up was Chicago Fire uh, by uh, Dick Wolf. Now, Dick Wolf is not particularly well known in this country, but in America, he's the uber producer of the Law and Order series. So you've had Law and Order, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, Law and Order Crime and Punishment, or whatever it was. Uh, and in the UK, obviously, Law and Order was remade and uses a lot of the American scripts. It's very, you know, the Law and Order form is a formula show. You know, you get the, 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 the incident, then you get the police, then you get the legal team, then you get the resolution. Chicago Fire is nothing like that. It's based, as you would probably guess, on a Chicago fire station, but it does also feature search and rescue teams, a paramedic team. It stars a couple of people who have been out of work due to their series finishing. It features Jesse Spencer, who was in-house, uh, who had an Australian accent, now has a very dodgy American accent, which I do have to point out. He was in uh, Neighbours. Re- he, was, he was in Neighbours as well, many, many moons yeah. ago. Uh, and it also features Monica Raymond, who was in Lie to Me, which finished a couple of years ago as well. Yeah. I quite liked it. Obviously, there's been a lot of these type of programmes. I think we mentioned there was Rescue Me, Third yeah. Watch, uh, there was an Australian one, and, and of course London's Burning. No, that was 20 years ago, what am I saying? Um... <laughs> But I thought this was really good, and actually, it, it, it featured a lot of scope on its on its plot lines. There was a lot of rivalry in the in the fire station. There was relationships. There, there was a lot there. I mean, it doesn't look like a Law and Order remake in a fire station. No, that's good. Um, and I th- which is good. Um, it wasn't part of the um, Sky event that I went to. It's the fifth series in Sky's American imports this year, and actually, I think it's one of the better ones. Um, I think I really like this, and I think I'm going to carry on watching it. Um, That's a good one. Uh, Next was Last Resort, uh, which Sky bought very late um, and has done quite well in ratings in America. It's written and created by Sean Ryan, who has got good pedigree as the creator and writer of The Shield and The Unit, and more recently The Chicago Code and Terriers, which never made it to the UK. Um, It's based on a nuclear submarine going a bit rogue, but not really. the, they they get an, a, an order to fire upon Pakistan through back channels, and then they ask for it to be confirmed via the normal channels, and then they get fired on themselves, and they find refuge in a Caribbean NATO headquarters. I'm not explaining it very well. I'm not selling it very well, am I? <laughs> uh, it's better than it sounds. The problem was the pilot was very big and very adventurous and almost like a film, and I'm not sure, I'll be interested to watch episode two to see how do they slow it down. I think this is sometimes the problem with American shows, yeah. because the pilots have to be so good to be made. You know, like flash forward in the event, they have to grab your attention. Where do you go next? Um, yeah. You, you haven't caught Last Resort, forward. have you? Yeah, uh, Sorry? I got burned by Flash I got burned by flash forward. I loved that show, and then it got rubbish. Yeah. The first and then it got good again. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. The first episode yeah. was brilliant, wasn't it? Um, the first yeah, episode yeah, yeah, of the event yeah. was pretty good. The, it was all effects, yeah. you know, the yeah, president's plane going missing. 
So um, that's unfortunate. And the last of which, of new new American shows, this isn't quite you, this is the fifth and final series of Fringe returned. Uh, we're now in the future. I think it's an alternative future. Uh, somebody's taking over the world. It's still good. It's still different. Uh, there's only 13 episodes, so get it while it's hot, is what I would say to you if you're a Fringe fan. Uh, not your cup of tea, I take it? Um, I've, I saw the, the first few episodes, but it just it didn't stick, I don't think. It's one of those... But I know some people who really, really like it, and um, I know I know how well it's you know appreciated. Mm. And there's a lot of people complaining that it never really shows up in like the award shows in America. I always see a lot of complaining. No. Yeah. And the guy that plays the main character, the the old guy, I can't remember. I'm terrible on names. Luke probably told you that. Uh, it really does play a great part, and probably should get some sort of award this year. But probably John not. Noble, I think, is that John right? John Noble, well done. See, I need you around with the names. You're good with the names, Matt. Um, we'll slip back into a little bit of chat about the X Factor now. Um, as we mentioned, down on the numbers uh, from Strictly Come Dancing. But this weekend, sure, Nostradamus Matt predict correctly that Rylan and Kai will be in the bottom two. How on earth did you pull that one out? Um, I just thought there's a lot of support for the rest of them. I was a bit iffy after that. The boy band with the three members and not That's with the District four members. Three. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. District Not 3. Union J. No, District 3 did a very, very dodgy performance, I thought, maybe. But then I think they've got a lot of support. Both those boy bands yeah. now have sort of found their, like, teen girl audience, whereas um, yeah. Kai just seems to be, you know, a bit meh, a bit nothing about him. I think there's no support mm. for him. And I think Rylan maybe just there wasn't enough comedy votes this week for him. Um, I was very annoyed with Talisa. I really wanted Rylan gone. Um, and she had the chance to get rid of him and I think Kai could have gone on for another two weeks and then gone quietly but this would have been the week to get rid of Ryland and let's start making this a singing competition but no, we've got two to three more weeks of Ryland madness he can't sing he was actually alright in the sing-off I know he wasn't as good what no, come on, what was that? he was warbling yeah, but it was at least something more than what he has been doing you know, he's he seemed to sort of take it a little bit seriously, but I, I, I thought he was singing in a foreign language. Yeah, he should have. He I thought it was gone. awful. I would I agree think... with you. Yeah. Um, there wasn't so much drama this week, was there? Although apart from Lucy leaving, I suppose that's fairly yeah. dramatic. Uh, they kind of underplayed that really a lot, didn't they? I mean, Dermot said it at the beginning. A couple of the acts mentioned it and Talisa mentioned it. And then there was nothing really much, was there? It's a she's been sort of what erased from X Factor mis- memory. Although I do hear that she, they're planning to bring her back for the final to uh, to sing a song with her her own creation. I mean, to Lisa was going on like she died. Her like sort of yeah, eulogy yeah. towards her. That was she's an amazing person, and I wish her the best of luck and everything. And um, but there was there was sort of rumours that she'd left because she didn't like performing the cover versions every week. Of course, there was the uh, she said she was ill, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, how, how ill is she? Yeah. 
I, um, I'd heard I, as well that, that well, she wasn't very happy about being kicked out of the hotel for not really doing that much. I mean, as she said in her, her faux apology, in my audition I did think about getting drunk and... You know, that's all she did. And, and she hardly did a Frankie Cocoso on us, did she? She hardly went out and... So I think, yeah, I, I, yeah possibly she was overreacting a little bit to that. Um, on the Sunday night show, uh, performances from um, Rita Ora. Yeah, Rita Ora and, and No and, Doubt. Now, whenever Gwen Stefani starts shouting at me, am I hot? My first response was yes. Um, I know that there was a lot of male Twitter followers of mine very happy that she was back on the television. Why didn't everybody get the uh, No Doubt Masterclass, do you think? I think they all did, but they only chose to show uh, those four because I think, like with uh, Jarmaine, for example, they had all the footage of Nicole Scherzinger working in Asda and Ryland going to uh, Essex where Amy Charles just happened to be. That um, made me groan. You um, saw nothing of him preparing for this week, just the whole uh, you know, ream and oh, as if Towie doesn't get enough publicity, you had to do it on I mean, mainstream ITV. Almost seemed like a pilot, didn't it, for like a, a Ryland and Amy Child show, because oh. Amy doesn't do Towie anymore, so... No, um, but she's very much the... What fresh new hell is this if you have the, uh, the Ryland yeah. and Amy... Yeah. And I do um, like as well, no doubt, didn't have to hear Christopher sing. He just went in and talked and then left again. Um, yeah, I'm going to do one of your songs. I'm not really going to sing it for you right now. It, and he didn't do it bad. And, and Don't Speak is a great song, and I was a bit worried for him. I thought, mm, that's a bit too big for him. But no, James, he, he pulled it off. James, it? Oh, it was James that did that, yeah. yeah oh, right, so they didn't have to hear... They heard, oh, they just... they heard oh, yeah, James Christopher, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Christopher didn't... You're right, Christopher didn't sing for them. He just well, said, oh, everyone's having a go at me, everyone's slagging me off. And they went, oh, don't listen to them then. And then yeah, he came yeah. up with a cheesy power ballad. Cruise ship Christopher, as I've, uh, as I've, as I've named him now. Or, I, just don't I like still him. claim, mm-hmm. I still well, claim he is like um, uh, somebody playing the Joker. Who's the bloke? Uh, Scouse cross-dresser. Pete Burns. Um, no, 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 the other no. one. Uh, who, who had a show... On, on ITV at about five o'clock. Oh, Paul O'Grady. Paul O'Grady playing the Joker. is. If you look at when Christopher, when he smiles at the end, it's Paul O'Grady playing the Joker. Although uh, I've got a friend who's likened him to Zamo from Grange Hill. And I can sort of oh, yeah, that. good point. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, Zamo mixed with Paul O'Grady. Um, so, okay, next, let's, let's, if people, if they want to get their betting cards ready, who's going to be in the bottom two this week, Matt? I am going to go out on a limb I would say Uh-oh. both of the boy bands. That's my controversial decision this week. Ooh. Both I think it's DJ. yeah. I think it's going to be Rylan mm. and a boy band, and... and I would say it tends to go in circles. So I would say this time it's Union J. Union J. Well, because district, I think no, District Union Three J. will come back. District, district, oh. I Can they not merge three? District Three? District 3 with a bad one this week, so they'll go away yeah. and come back and do something very simple, and then Union J will start to do things a bit wild, That's and then they'll be in the bottom two. I just so. think they'll split the vote between them too much, and neither will... Um... Yeah. That's just that's just what I think. I think Rylan will be safe, because he was in the bottom two this week, and they tend to um, mm. have like a week off, don't they? If they uh... Maybe it'll be Christopher. Problem is, the, the final should be James, Ed, Ella... Yeah, and Ella. It should be. Absolutely those yeah, three. Yeah, I think those three. 
I mean, but John I... Mayne, for me personally, he doesn't do a lot for me. Um, but he has got a crazy amount of fans who yeah. will have hurt me if I say anything uh, <laughs> slightly. They will find you. They will find you. They will be knocking on your door, uh, armed with Asda uh, sheets of paper. Yeah, um, Jarmaniacs, as I like to call them. Oh, the uh, Jarmaniacs. Good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I'm registering that on uh, on Google. Was <laughs> Jarmaniacs. Wonderful. Uh, let's move on. So there you are. The X Factor back this weekend, and of course. Another reality show coming. We'll talk about I'm a Celebrity, which starts this Sunday at 9pm. The return of Anton Deck and the Jungle. Good luck, Luke. Um, we ought to talk about who's going to be in that. So you have a, a kind of like a 10 list, don't you, of, of who we think is going to be in there. Do you want to go well, through that actually, very quickly? Yeah, there's actually uh, 11, actually. Um, oh, right. So, it's gone up. Well, there's the, um, the Tory MP, Nadine Doris. We'll mention her first because uh, she's controversially been suspended by the Tories. Yeah. Um, she well, not apparently that controversially. Wants... I don't think that the, that sitting the, the reason they've done it is they say she won't be able to, co- be, to fulfil her commitments to her constituency, yeah. and there's a number of important votes coming up. So I think they're right to do that. Apparently, she wants to go in and talk about abortion, so that should be a fun, fun oh, show. Yeah. ITV won't cut that bit out, will they? Uh, but of the rest, you've got uh, Linda Robson of Birds of a Feather fame. Uh, Helen Flanagan, who I believe was Rosie Webster in Coronation Street. Charlie right. Brooks, who was Janine in EastEnders. Uh, Rosemary Schrager, or Schrager uh, who yeah. is a yeah. chef best known for um, Lad Up to Lady. Ashley Roberts, who I'm informed was in the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, Eric I thought there was only her. I thought there was only Nicole and one of the girl called Kimberly. Was there others? Oh gosh. Yeah, there was. Gosh. There was lots. There was a lot. Uh, one of them, I believe, was on Pop Star to Opera Star earlier in the year, but you obviously missed that one. Wow. I, that, one, <laughs> that one skipped me by. I'll have to go and get the DVD. Um, uh, let's hope then... that Linda Robson, as you mentioned, doesn't go through with her threat that I've seen today to do the first uh, bikini shower scene. Oh, God, yeah. I think I, there'll I think be that some... That needs to come uh, with a warning. ...competition between... Because there's quite a few young girls this year, so there'll be a competition between yeah. who does get in there first. And then on the male side of things, we've got uh, Eric Bristow, the darts player, uh, Brian Connolly, uh, veteran TV entertainer, Colin Baker, right. uh, former Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, he's been uh, quiet for a number of years. Yeah, uh, David Hay, the boxer, who I think is probably this year's big name, and yeah. uh, Hugo Taylor, who I'm informed is in Maiden Chelsea, but I wouldn't know him if he, he walked down the street, so, you know, pass There's, me on the street. It, to be fair, he might not recognise you if he passes you in the street, but I don't know. He maybe he will. Maybe he'll go look. There's Matt from uh, Custard TV Live. Okay. So, hello. Who? I don't know. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, I suppose we ought to say that the rumours about The Rock—that's uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, for you, uninformed, uh, big name American actor and wrestler—he will not be coming into the. Uh, no, the he, he has actually He's come not out. that desperate. He's released a statement actually, Gary, and said uh, that he's oh. rubbish. He will he's not be laying the SmackDown. He no, will not be laying the smack down on anybody soon. Though him versus Eric Bristow was the fight that everyone wanted to see. Um, so I'm a celebrity <laughs> coming back. That will dominate the net. I think it goes on for about a month, doesn't it? It finishes around three, about early December. I think December. it's three weeks. I think yeah. it finishes on Friday the 30th would be my uh, estimation, right. I would say. And let's face it, as much as we say we might be oversaturated with reality TV, I'm a celebrity is quite good. It is completely different to the others. It's not a, it's not a talent competition. It is literally a reality show about watching people surviving. So there is something about it. And if they get some good people in there, um, if they get someone controversial, that would be quite good. I know they've had some quite sort of good people in there before. So quickly, because we... 
I, I think Zach's links are brilliant. They're one of the yeah. uh, things that make that for me. So, Indeed. We've only got a couple of minutes left. I know we've actually got more time due to our technical difficulties, but we're actually going to finish dead on quarter two-ish uh, so that we don't, uh, so that your podcast listeners can piece two episodes together and go, ah, oh, there's my 45 minutes of podcast goodness. Uh, a couple of shows, uh, one show returning, uh, Case Sensitive. If you didn't see Case Sensitive when it was on earlier this year, then I would recommend that you catch it on ITV3 tonight at 10 o'clock. So go and set your DVRs once you finish listening to the show. Uh, also on tonight is the only show that Luke and Matt and I have ever said don't watch. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk about it. Oh no, okay. sorry. Um, <laughs> Some Girls is on tonight on BBC Three at 10 o'clock. If you yeah. want to watch it and go, my goodness, this is terrible television, you can agree with us. Don't email in or, or podcast or whatever or, or contact us. We told you it was bad. If you watch it, it's your own fault. Uh, starting on Wednesday, that's tomorrow night for you fans, is... Um, a Channel 4 drama starring Gabriel Byrne called Secret State. Now, I've not read an awful lot of great stuff about this. Apparently, it's a fairly plodding four-parter. But you'd think Gabriel Byrne would give it a bit of, bit of oomph, wouldn't you? And uh, Gina McKee, of course, again. Yeah. Busy, busy. And uh, Charles Dance. So it's a good cast. Yeah. And a political thriller, I think, based on a, a very British coup, I think, is... Uh, ah, right. Good time for the for the political thrillers. We haven't mentioned much about the fact that the American elections going on. So a political thriller. And if I can get my West Wing uh, number in there, if you can go your West Wing drinking game, I'm voting for President uh, Bartlett this evening. Okay. Yeah, that's got that in there. Luke, Luke will love that when he's flying over the jungle. Um, also coming to ITV1 next Monday, so before we reach you again via the podcast, uh, a daytime programme on ITV uh, called Crime Stories. Uh, very very loosely based on sort of uh, real life stories I believe um, yeah. stars a former bloke out of Hollyoaks that's not a good start is it no. um, is there anything interesting that we can say about this I suppose there isn't really anything like this we talked about Nick Nickleby in the podcast recently yeah, sort of uh, part reconstruction almost I think they are all based really? on true crime but it's with actors who you sort of recognise from soaps from years ago so and um, right. there's Derek from Coronation Street, Mick Johnson from Brookside, I believe, is in one. Yeah. Uh, so lots of uh, Jane... soap stars of the 90s. Jane Antrobus. I don't know what that means. She's okay. in it. <laughs> do you, you recognise Jane Antrobus? I'm looking yeah. at a picture of her, and I've got no clue. She could see me in the street, and I would never go, oh, look, there's Jane Antrobus. So uh, I believe so Ben that. Hull is the hot ex yes. And I think he was in Brookside as well. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. true. He's been in some Channel 4 soaps. Uh, lastly, I want to talk about the fact that there's a very unique television programme coming back next week called The Booth at the End. Uh, it's the second series. It's a single-piece drama uh, set across five nights. It will start every, every night on the FX channel, Monday to Friday next week, and hopefully I'll do a little review next Tuesday of the first episode. It's basically one man sits in a booth in a cafe... People come in and they ask him for things, and he grants them wishes, but in return he wants something. So to start with, you see a series of people coming in saying, and he's reading from a book, and you don't know what he's doing. You think he might be the devil, you think he might be a lawyer or something like that. But he'll say things like, okay, you want, you want, to, you know, you want a thousand pounds to secure your home. Okay, you have to go and um, kidnap a child outside of school. So they're very kind of weird things. And then towards the end of the week, everything starts to interconnect. All the people that come in and see him start to interact with each other. 
and it's brilliant. It's one of those things that unless you watch it, you won't get it. I've not again. I've probably not given it enough justice. It stars uh, the guy out of Twenty Four, whose name escapes me, but no one will be surprised to hear that names are not my forte. Uh, no. What did, uh, did he I'll, play in Twenty Four? Uh, yeah, the good point. Um, I'll look him up while uh, you talk about um, uh, how they can download this podcast and and just plug the website again. Okay, uh, you can download this, I believe, from iTunes, and it'll be up on the custardtv.com. Uh, there'll be a lot of uh, new content. There's a Some Girls review. If you don't want to watch yep, it and yep. just uh, find out just how bad it. it is, there's a, a review up on the site, and there'll be some stuff on uh, Crickley Hall and I think Last Tango in Halifax as well, so there'll be plenty of things for you to read. Brilliant. We'll also um, talk next week a little bit more. We'll do we'll do something on Homeland next week because we were going to talk okay. about that, but we've run out of time. It's Xander Berkeley. Xander Berkeley. He was George. Xander Berkeley. George Mason. Uh, George. I'm just checking that. I'm just going down to 24. IMDb's not working fast enough. Did you realise he was in the Twilight? Yeah, George Mason. Well done. Um, and and he's brilliant in it, and I probably haven't given that enough justice. If you have the FX channel, I'd seriously recommend you check this out. Uh, high recommendation from me. Um, thank you very much, Matt. We've pretty much come to the end. I know it's not quite... We've still got, like, 13 minutes, according to this, but I'm not going to use them, because otherwise everybody will get a little bit sick of the sound of our voices. Um, I already am sick of the sound of my own voice. I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, uh, so we'll be back next Tuesday, again, talking about the best and worst on the box. Uh, Matt, give them your Twitter address one more time so they know how to contact you. Yeah, my Twitter address is at Matt's TV Bytes. It's Matt with two T's. And mine is at The Gary Show. And you can get in contact with Luke. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you uh, whilst he prepares for the jungle. That's at Luke Custard TV. Please go to the website and read all those articles. Uh, follow us on Facebook. You can't do that. Uh, find us on iTunes. We talked about that. Uh, any other plugs? You doing anything interesting at the weekend? Uh, I'll be watching X Factor probably and then oh, writing true. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so until next Tuesday at 8 pm, where you can find us once again, uh, I shall load up the music and listen out. Uh, bye! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.